Hey y'all, I'm Kua. And this is Kendra. And this is the Black Gems Dive In Podcast. Podcast about inclusive cultures and everything DEI. Hey, Kua. Hey, Kendra. How you doing? Good. How was your week? The week was good. I'm, I'm trying to remember what really happened this week. We had Halloween. Halloween, yes. It was low-key. You know, yeah. COVID Halloween is, doesn't hit the same. It Last year, you same. were Lizzo for Halloween. I was Lizzo for Halloween. And she tagged you on Instagram. She definitely retweeted. Wait, what is Instagram? I don't know. <laughs> reposted. Reposted. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely reposted me. That was a fun one. Yeah, but this COVID year, Halloween is... is mm. Definitely different. We have elections coming up. Yes, we do. We talk about the stress of that, but again, mental health as well. A lot of anxiety. So, yeah. yeah. How are you doing to prepare for the election? Um, You know what? I've really decided to turn everything off. You know, like I'm still on Twitter a little bit, but honestly, I just, I choose peace. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, regardless of what happens, I'm like, you know, I'm going to be good regardless. And I hope that we all are good regardless. But, um... That's how I'm going into it. Okay. What about yeah. you? I mean, again, staying off of social media as much yeah. as I can. Um, not listening to the news and the polls. Ignoring the, the polls. The poll says this and the polls say ignoring. ignoring the polls. And just seeing, you know, hopefully everything <laughs> that we did in canvassing and talking about voting is, right. you know, comes out better for everyone. But, yeah. That's so, anyways, and then it. we had our... First live podcast. We did. So that was exciting. That was very exciting. That was exciting. <laughs> yes, that was right? First live podcast yes. uh, with Leadership Buffalo. Yeah. Talking about health equity and health disparity. So if you didn't check that out, make sure you go and listen to our last episode. Right, right. So, but we are on episode seven. Seven. Of season one. Can't believe we're here already, but right. episode seven. And we are, are we going into the hot topic? Yeah, let's hot go. Let's first. dive. Let's dive, dive right in. Dive right in. So the hot topic is coming from Forbes. Um, and the title is, There is Nothing Minor About Us. Why Forbes Won't Use the Term Minority to Classify Black and Brown People. So uh, several months ago, Forbes, their editorial leadership came out and updated its, its style guide. So style guide is usually how... You know, people are guided to write or what language they're guided to use Mm -hmm. Um, over at Forbes. They're capitalizing the letter B in Mm -hmm. black, which I think, was it Merriam-Webster came out and did that? They they did that recently. I mean, I've always capitalized. Black, yes. Black. So, (laughs) I mean, other folks are catching up now. But the whole idea is that they're no longer going to use the word minority. Mm -hmm. And I think that's for a couple of reasons. I mean... When you think about it, and we've talked about this before, we are becoming a plurality nation, mm-hmm. which means there's no one single right. or racial ethnic um, group that's going to be the majority anymore. And, it, and when you think about blackness on a global scale, on a global scale, yeah, we're it's, definitely not a minority. No, definitely no, not. And that's what people say. There's nothing minor about us. In right. a lot of spaces, we are not the minority, and so there has been a big movement, like you said, and push yeah. to change the language um and really look at that word um and i think maybe do you think it's different depending on what groups you're in you know if you're in a specific group maybe like if you're in a room and you're a minority i don't know i think about that a lot too well you know it's interesting because they're changing when when i talk to a lot of organizations they they're asking these questions right and they're no longer using words like minority Mm -hmm. um there's new terminology coming out like BIPOC, BIPOC, yep. which is black, indigenous and people of, of color. color. Yep. Um, people still use communities of color, people of color, but right. 
But black people, I think, are starting to say, look, we're not grouped in mm-hmm. all of people of color. Like, when you're talking right. about black issues, stand it by itself. Right. And, and it's the included. same concept of Latinx, Hispanic, yeah. Yeah. Latino, Latina. So all of these words, again, words matter. We think right. about in different spaces as we keep moving along. So I also think, I mean, depending on the context, too, like, when, when you talk to a lot of nonprofits or organizations, mm-hmm. they're saying things like, um, minority or the disadvantage, or they're using yes. specific underserved. terms underserved. But what I've always said is, you know, describe the situation as a situation, but right. not the actual people. Right. So instead of saying, oh, the underserved, say people that are underserved by whatever system. Exactly. You know what I mean? So really coming out and defining what that is instead of defining the people by right. those specific terms. Right. So, right. yeah, we'll see. I guess. It's interesting. It is. More people are trying to pay attention to that and come out and say, right. listen, we're going to. Right. You know, but I think we've always had a transition. If you think about. Black, right? Yes. African American. African American. That word kills me. African American. I does can't. it kill you? Why? It does. Why? It does. Because I feel like that doesn't describe me enough. African American. Okay. I mean, also too. For example, I'll take it back to when I was in high school. I had a teacher who was from South Africa. It was a white woman. Oh. And I asked oh, her. I said, okay. "Are you African American?" And she said, "No." But what makes her more or less African American than me? And I think that's hmm. what. I started to think about as I got older, what what defines me as African-American? To me, I think it's a political term. It doesn't hmm. describe me as a person. Wasn't it Jesse Jackson? Jesse somebody, Jackson somebody coined Somebody came it. out, coined that term. See, for me, it actually describes me perfectly. Yeah. Because I am a true African-American. Yes. My dad is African from Ghana, and my mom is black American. Right, right. So for me, I'm like, yeah, I am African-American. I'm right. Both. And for me, I'm just, I feel like I'm, I mean, I'm from Africa, right, but I'm right. American. Right. It's just all these different terms that we have to it think is. about. It is. So, so as I was like, you know, which one do we listen? Just ask the person. I guess. <laughs> Just ask them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll keep following this right. to see how terms evolve over time. Um, but we have a special guest special in the building. Guest. Um, we have Idris Wajet in the building. In the building. I was just saying before we started recording, um, I was looking at, you know, um, Idris's bio, and there's just so much on this man, this powerful, wonderful artist, and just a few highlights that I just wanted to bring uh, to the people in our podcast today. So okay. Idris is a catalyst of inspiration and a walking enterprise of all things creative. The Buffalo native boasts a toolbox full of talents and experiences from a visual artist, jewelry designer, musical entertainer to an educator, entrepreneur with notable recognitions respectfully in each. His approach in each endeavor is soundly unique, high quality, and signature in presentation, having found the course as a creator early in life. Um, from having run his own stationary boutique and an art gallery shared with his wife, touring nationally and internationally as a hip-hop artist, Idris is exceptionally diverse with his avenues of expression, including fine art of jewelry making passed down from his father and master craftsman. Idris is most recently recognized locally for his contributions as an artist of the Freedom Wall, which features 28 civil rights dignitaries, seven of which he painted with his unique style and use of line. And most recently, Idris has a mural on the side of Say Yes Building, 712 Main Street. Um, And that is the love black boys even when they become men and love black girls even when they become women. So we'll get into dope, that, dope, dope. what that means. But I just like to welcome Andres to our podcast. Welcome. Thank you. Yes, thank you. yes. yes. So thank you. thank you for being here. Um, you both are so natural, by the way. 
What'd you say? You both are so natural. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You are too. It just (laughs) makes it like an easy conversation, right? (laughs) So tell us a little bit about yourself. Again, I, you know, I read your bio, but let the people know exactly, you know, where your inspiration came from and how did you get here? So reading that bio, like you said, there's several, right? There's several like iterations of it. And being that my practice is in the creative arts and I have to apply for, you know, RFPs mm-hmm. and grants and, you know, you name it. So I always have to fine tune what I'm doing. And it continuously grows and changes because I'm always expanding. Like I'm mm-hmm. always trying something new. Mm-hmm. So I always got to sit back down and, damn, how do I, how do I, <laughs> you know, how do, how do I say I'm this now? Like right, how right. Do, so that's always been, you know, challenging for me. But, I mean, I live my life as, I live my life as an artist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty much as an artist, which and it's interesting because you, as you as you open, you were talking about like how we are defined, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, African American, Black, whatever. I, I, to add on to that, I'm trying to define myself. Like mm-hmm. people say, "Oh, you're an artist," and then they have one concept of what an artist is. Right. Then if I say I'm a creative, they say, "Well, what's that mean?" Like, mm-hmm. you know, or say I'm a jeweler. They're like, "Oh, so you only do jewelry?" No, right. So I'm trying. I haven't figured mm-hmm. out how to how to just describe myself in a word, you Mm -hmm. know, as far as what I do. But I I, I have a phrase that I use and it's just basically creativity is my neighbor. I Mm. live by it. Mm. So I live by it. Right. And I live by it. Right. Right. Um, So that's, that's what drives me, man. I come from, you know, two parents who met in college as an arts program. Okay. You know, um, I have an older sister and I mean, our whole house was just, it's always full of just being creative, yeah. like being resourceful. And your son too, right? <sighs> your son is, mm-hmm. I, I've been watching, uh, you know, designing the sneakers, doing, yeah. So, so you, Super when creative. you talk about the family, it's really the family. Right. Whole nother level, that right. kid though, which it should be. Mm-hmm. You know, he's Take 16. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. And the difference is, I try to explain to people, the difference is that like my mom, well, my parents separated early, you know, okay. mm-hmm. and my mom, you know, was just the traditional mom. Get it, get a job. Mm-hmm. You're going to go to school. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. she ain't really, you know, entertain like how talented I was, you okay. know, and I understand that, you know, mm-hmm. I understand that because she as being an artist. She's pretty much was all the lifestyle of like, I got to decide between these kids and being creative. So I'm raising. The, so that's that's where her 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 angle came from. But. In regards to my our son, you know, mm-hmm. me and my wife, she, my wife's a creative and an artist, right? So it's right. like we're we see it early, we're feeding this because we're trying to change. We got to change right. that narrative somehow, right. you know, that, right. that whole, you know, don't be an artist. You know, mm-hmm. So we're honoring it, you know, in our kids That's early. Awesome. See, awesome. it's it's interesting because as you get into specific fields, they want you to have a certain background, Uh um, you know, go to a certain school in order to have a specific degree as it relates to art. Um, What, I guess, what are your thoughts on that? And what do you tell the the people looking up at you? Like, Oh, I see what he's doing. I want to do that too. Like, is it, is it important to get educated specifically in, in that field? Or is it something that you can kind of navigate? I'm of, I'm of both. I'm of two mindsets. With okay. That. Mm-hmm. One is, you know, depending on how strong a person is. And what I mean by that is like, if somebody's so determined to not be persuaded by what other people think, okay. mm-hmm. then don't go. If going to school is not your thing and you believe that you can do it without it, 
by all means, don't listen to anybody else because the way that you're wired is uniquely for mm, you. Right. It's okay. not made for anybody else to understand it. Uh-huh. Okay. You're going to go through bumps and bruises and all that stuff. But if you go through school, you're still going through bumps and bruises anyway. Like right. You can't avoid bumps and bruises anyway. Just stay committed. And it, that's it. Say, say what it is that you want and stick to the thing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, some people may need, like I went to school because my mother made me go to school. Okay. Okay. I didn't want to go. I was 18. It was like, Mom, I'm going to New York. She was like, you're going to Buff State. You know what I'm saying? I was like, okay. You know, so um, I'm, I just think where we are right now, particularly where we are right now with technology mm-hmm. and access, mm-hmm. again, that's what I'm saying. Like our kid right now is operating his own sneaker um, customizing business from yeah. his home, yeah. right. from our home, right. you know, and taking classes virtually. Like, mm-hmm. th- that would never have happened in any place right, else. Right, so it's like, right, right. and so as a junior in high school, man, we already told him, like, if senior year, you like, you see a school that has mm-hmm. what you n- think you need in order to get to the number mm-hmm. you want, mm-hmm. like, you want to learn about whatever, you know, mm-hmm. 3D printing of sneakers. If the only way you can get that, then go to school. Right, right, right. But if you got another plan, and we see that you're putting in the work and right. the effort into it, then mm-hmm. we're standing with you. you right. Know? See right. that type of support. That's the support. That's, that, that's that new generation that's support. New, and I agree with you. That's a new generation yeah, support. Yeah. Because a lot of times, you know, growing up, we, especially me, you know, I had, I love my parents. They were very supportive, but they sometimes have that mentality of get a job, exactly. stay in that job for 30 plus years, exactly. get that, that pension, yep. you know, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, that is not how I'm wired. You right. know, but they always say the millennial by the time you get to a certain age you may have seven to ten different jobs you know what i mean so um to have that support and that backing with father is is tremendous tremendous um so the freedom wall right the freedom wall we drive down ferry all Mm. the time and we see these images and it's really important to see images of people locally and nationally who came before us who just look like us and were just average people who made like tremendous impact. Mm -hmm. So how, I guess my question is, how did the Freedom Wall come about? How were you approached? What was your method behind that? And what did you feel when you were painting those Mm -hmm. pictures? It's a great question. So when, when the opportunity came, I was, I was actually employed at Say Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was employed at Say Yes, working as a community school, uh, working in the community schools. And uh, prior to that, like, I was just kind of in the funk. I wasn't really creating anything, really. Mm-hmm. And then I just started pumping out, like, mad work, just, like, drawing, literally drawing and posting every day. Okay. 700 mm-hmm. days straight. Like, just drawing, posting, drawing, posting. Because that was, I because my, my belief was, like, if you are what you say you are and you're not doing it, right, you, who do you have to blame for? So right. if I'm, like, if I'm an artist... How do I proclaim that and how do I stand by it? I got to create art. So I just kept pumping art, never knowing that anybody was paying attention because I wasn't doing it to go back to my Instagram and look and see who many, how many people liked it. Right. I was like, I'm doing a thing and sharing it, period. Mm-hmm. Okay. While that was happening, the Albright Knox was looking. I had no idea. Wow. You know, the Albright Knox was looking. The community was looking. So when the project came along, um, originally it was only one artist that was going to do all 28 mm-hmm. which was interesting yeah I mean the time for what, what we ain't got time to them? talk about wow. it but wow. so yeah so what happened was they had one artist uh, who's a friend of mine man and um, he's he's Asian he's okay. Asian American he's going to do all 28 of them the community that. was like nah right this is 2017 was, you know so was. this is before the current climate <laughs> right. right and it was just like nah 
And so the community, you know, had a committee and they suggested all these names and my name was one of those that came up. So I had a choice to make, though, because I was working full time and I could not work full time and do the job and take the opportunity. So Uh I had to take a leave of absence, no pay, no insurance, none of that in order to, you know, work at this site for 10 weeks. And just talking to my wife, she was like, this is what you worked thus far for right. you know, this is the opportunity right. right like for you to stand on who you say you are right so i said yes and you know uh 10 weeks in man it was an it was a transformative experience mm-hmm. not only did the wall transform but mm-hmm. for me it was transformative in the sense of i found I, f- I found definite and concrete translation of my talent and my skill okay. into what an offering you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying it was an offering mm-hmm to the community for it to be legible, to be to it be read, for it to be felt, to, for it to be experienced, mm-hmm. right? And so all this time I've been questioning like, well, okay, what's all this talent for? What's the skill for? Right. Like, how do I, right. that was one of those moments for me where I realized that um, my job is to leave, is to leave remnants, to leave artifacts, to leave evidence mm-hmm. okay. of efforts, you know, mm-hmm. of efforts and of improvement, you know, so. That's awesome. I mean, I just get chills. That's right. We're thinking about right. it because, you know, you, you've you literally left your mark, you know, on our city. A distinctive mark. Yeah. You know what I mean? When we see, like, when I see your work, we we know it's your work, which mm-hmm. is which is really cool, too. Especially mm-hmm. looking at that freedom wall. It's just mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, you can tell that mm-hmm. that one is yeah. something that you designed, which is dope. Right, Thank right, you. right. So going, you know, we obviously time has passed you've done other things in between and now we have this mural on main street Mm -hmm. right and i'm just gonna ask the question because (laughs) when i saw it i was like oh my god this again gives me chills but it's like controversial right we we see Mm -hmm. that people talked about in the news and media of course i get mad because i'm like this is a staple this is something that we need in our community but you know talk about how that came about some of the backlash that you received um, and then your feelings just towards that mural. Yeah, so I've got to shout out, you know, um, Albright Knox, you know, mm-hmm. first. Um, Say Yes, mm-hmm. you know, um, Clover, who owns the building. I think it's Clover Group, I think, who owns okay. the building. So it was a collaborative effort on several fronts. And then my man, James, uh, James Moffitt, you mm-hmm. know, he used to be one of my students, actually. So he oh. was, he and I collaborated on this piece. But the back, the short back end of it is I had already, my wife and I own a business and a lot of it is, you know, me designing stuff and mm-hmm. merchandise and mm-hmm. that sort of deal. And so I had already been putting this design out that just said, love black boys. That was it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, a friend of mine who's white, um, she's a white female and she teaches in, you know, at, um, at school that were kids that look like us. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she's one of the people that actually gets it, right? So she had been wearing this design for a while and she posted it. Um, like last year she posted it with her on, you know, she got some slack for it. What do you mean? Love black boys. You blah, wow. blah, blah. So she posted love black boys, even when they become men. Mm-hmm. Right. Wow. And then I rapped with her. I was like, yo, I was like, that's a whole nother level. Man. I said, and it so is. I just pondered on it, pondered, kept thinking on it, sat on it. And then, you know, year later, you know, I mm-hmm. ran into, you know, with James and James and we, um, uh, I gave him the phrase that he does like let to topography, you know, okay. mm-hmm. So I gave him the phrase, and he let him style it in there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know where the opportunity is going to mm. come, but we're going to create the opportunity to put right. this up. This is going up. I don't care. We just need a wall. Right, right, That's right. That's it. Right, right. 
and in me reaching out to the Albright. So I didn't pitch it to the Albright. I just asked somebody over there who, because they got the whole city scoped out for mm-hmm. every wall for okay. all of what mm-hmm. they're doing. Okay. So I just need a wall that's blah, 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 this, this, and that. And I sent him the image. He was like, nah, we would love to partner with you Yo, on this. He's like, this right. is important. He was okay. like, yeah. Okay. So that's how it, you know, how it manifested. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a remarkable piece, man. And what month was that? That was, uh, what are we in uh, November, October? So that was like September. So that was September. Yeah. So that was yeah. after all this, all this unrest. Yeah. You know, there's a bunch of stuff that's going on. Yeah. Obviously, a lot more people, We, we in our first episode, we mm-hmm. talked about corporate social justice. And so mm-hmm. I look at the Albright as a yes. corporate entity, right? Yeah. But they're yeah. starting to try to venture out in this space. Um, and obviously, backing something like that, knowing... Right. Where we live, right, yes. in Buffalo, yes. was yes. a statement. Right, yes. I think it was a it was a it, statement. Was, it was a bold statement. Yeah. Right, and especially it starts going with leadership too, though. I mean, the leadership True. because the because the director of the Albright, you know, actually co-signed. Like he didn't wasn't sitting back and just watching. Like, oh yeah, they can go. Like he's behind it because he's not even from the states. Okay, you know what I'm saying? He's not right. even from America, so right. he's like his whole concept was like, I don't. Uh, Why you know, is this? Yeah, like okay. yeah, okay. Okay. like okay. like. You know, so I'm not speaking for him, but that's just kind of how it's right. like. It's like, I don't even understand why, what's, America, what's right. going on. Right. But So for him to stand behind it, and then Aaron Odd and everybody else with the Albright to stand behind it was certainly, again, it's about taking that risk, mm-hmm. putting themselves out front, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, you know, and, and bearing those arrows, because the arrows are definitely coming. Right, right. You know? Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. is great. I mean, and... and that, that's the thing, right? Like, that in itself is a political statement to yeah. some people. It is, yeah. yeah. To some people. You see, you know, yeah. love black boys even when they become men. Right. And that, you would think, like other statements we hear, mm-hmm. it's not a huge deal. It's just <laughs> right. a fact. Yeah, you right, know, We shouldn't right. be debating this. But right. these are things that are coming up more and more, and it's just been interesting following that dialogue. Um, I think I saw one of your statuses that said you, you didn't even read the comments. You refused to read the yeah, comments. No. Yeah, yeah. You did, did you ever go back? No. Okay. No. Okay. Can you give her that advice? <laughs> I need that advice. I'll be, hey, hey. be on the news channels sometimes. I've gotten better. Yes. Hey, but. hey, but as you you said it though, you, when she asked, uh, when Kendra asked about like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm monitoring my, like, yeah. like that's that, that peace of mind, man. Right. That peace of mind. You. So I said, basically, I was like, don't go to, don't go to the toilet and be expected when you see, right? That's all I was saying. Like, okay, and okay. that's what we do when we feed into all these You're comments. Right. We go there and Ooh, then we get I shocked like and get mad. Like, see, I, right. well, you you literally went <laughs> like to that. the toilet and got upset because you saw wasting. Right, 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 right. I like that. I'm not like taking that. that look. You're right, right. <laughs> I had to learn that the hard way. <laughs> After a while, I'm just like, I can't, I can't do it anymore. But right. So I know there was another thing on your site, and it said, actually, I know if it's your site or one of the other many forms of your bio, but it said, get real for real results. Mm. And so one of the things that I thought about in reading that, too, was this whole piece of authenticity. Mm -hmm. And we've been talking a lot about that, especially as of late and feeling like we can show up into spaces Mm. a lot more like our authentic selves. And so I was wondering, Mm. like, how do you feel in that space, like as you create, you know, you're a creator. So what, what does that look like for you? What does it feel like showing up as your authentic self in your so work? That's a great question. I mean, it takes it take a long time for me to hmm. to get to the point of being, com- I won't say comfortable is not the word, because as you grow, you find you hit pockets of discomfort. And it doesn't okay. matter how you meet those areas of discomfort. Mm-hmm. For me, though, realness 
comes to defining ourselves for ourselves, mm-hmm. like without any outside, you know, without any outside input. Okay. And I think particularly now, since we've been in this situation with the pandemic since mm-hmm. March, right? We're talking mm-hmm. seven, eight months now or seven, seven months right, now yeah. about mm-hmm. seven, yeah. eight months, eight months now. This was the time for people to become. Yes. Agreed. To, to reflect and look at themselves without much distraction. You know yes. what I'm saying? To be still, to sit still and define yeah. yourself. And so I've been able to define myself. And what I mean by that is like I stand on and can demonstrate exactly what I say I am mm. and who I am. So it comes down to demonstration. If you can't demonstrate and you're just talking, huh. uh, as far okay. as I'm concerned, you know? Right. So that's what I mean by you know, getting real with yourself. If your shortcoming is this, but you still want to be that, then put in the work right. so the yes. way to eliminate the shortcoming. Right. If you say you're this and you're grand at it and you're great or you're good and you're growing at it, demonstrate it. Right, right. You know? Right. I actually read something on Instagram recently. It said, plot twist, 2020 was the, the year for you to grow. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, and so many negative thoughts. I mean, I, rem- I look at social media a lot and people say, you know, I just want to get this year over with. I want to get it right. done. And yes, we've experienced, I mean, I've personally experienced loss as well. Right. But it's like, like you said, it's that time to sit still and figure out where you want to go. Right. Because we won't ever get a chance like this again, mm-hmm. I don't think. You know, to, to mm-hmm. sit in no. your greatness. You know, you had a mural come out of 2020. Right. Yeah. You know, right. you've, you, you've, you grew, you know, your business grew. You had a, um, you know, you did so many different things. And so I think this is a time for us, like you said, to grow and really just sit in it. You got to right, dig. You know? I don't think people, I don't think people got it. I mean, it's a, it was a awful situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. However, and it didn't come with a rule book or a playbook. No. At all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I get that. For, but again, if you're not standing on something, then you have you, you don't you don't even know where to begin building. Right, mm. and that's what it was for me. Like my wife and I, we just we're entrepreneurs, and we are we are employed, self employed. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we weren't able to. I wasn't able to sit back and figure things out because I know I had a check coming. Right, mm-hmm. we had to dig in deeper to who we were. That's right. what we did. We right. just right. kept on our work clothes and right. got busy like what do we have what do we got access? okay what do we have access to we got to do okay boom boom right this ain't no sitting still time man you right. know this is the Ooh. digging down right deep time because this is this is the you know the harvest is going to come based off of what we what Absolutely. we planted this year right right and if you didn't plant oh. this year <laughs> i mean i don't know what it's i don't know what's that gonna look like yeah i like to keep it on the up tip and, and optimistic <laughs> However, I, I, I will share here, as I share with other people, man, if you did not do the necessary work yes. this year, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am very concerned for, I'm, I'm concerned for you. Yeah. Right. Because this was a time. You had no other, you had nothing else right. to do. And that's, you had no travel. That's a tr- that's you had a tr- How do you jump to? on a moving train? Just Ooh. answer that. Right. Yeah. Right. You either getting run over by the joint, right. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Or you right. getting left. Right. How do you jump on a moving train? Yeah. So everybody had the opportunity to take their seat. Mm-hmm. Everybody had the opportunity to take their seat, man. Right. And we've, you know? we've talked about that a, a lot. lot this year. I mean, we talk about that a lot with our guests as well because no distractions. You know, mm-hmm. if you were going to do something, and the, and the reality too is I, I get it. Like this was a tough year. Mm-hmm. And so if you survived, if you, you know, just kind of made it through with your family, I give you that. Yes. Right. I give you that. But I right. also think that if you were thinking about something, Right. In the past, if you thought about 
putting some type of idea together or putting a business together. This was really the opportunity. This was the opportunity. To not have any distractions. You right. know, we love to travel. We couldn't travel. We had right. to sit our behinds down. <laughs> right. And it was literally like, okay, well, what am I going to do with this right. time? Right. And you I know? remember earlier this summer, we were sitting on my back porch, yeah. right? And all this was happening. And we were just like, what are we going to do? And all I kept saying is, get your resume ready. Get yeah. your resume yeah. ready. I just kept yeah. saying yeah. that yeah. over and over again. And I would say, you know, Akua got a promotion. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've switched jobs. There's been so much greatness that's come out of I this agree. year, too. I agree. So much greatness. Totally agree. Yes. Totally yes. agree. <laughs> yes. Which is, you know, that's the that's the artful piece of it, man. You know, mm. and unfortunately, man, here we are, like, <laughs> still, still questing and focused on our maximum, maximizing our potential, so to speak, mm. right? Mm. With still with as much weight on us right. as yeah. ever, right. like yeah. just being black, right. right? Right. Yeah. Like just imagine, I asked somebody the other day that's a, a friend of mine, man. He's white, and he was like, "Dude, I just I had no idea that what you guys are going through." Because like he was one of the people that was able to sit still, mm -hmm. right. right? Right. Count apples to apples right. and be like, right. "Yo, this Something is ain't right." Right. He was like, "Yo, I'm you know I, mean, I can't believe this." This and I said, "Well, yeah." I said, "We don't walk around." Mm -hmm. we, we I said we can't even we haven't even afforded to walk around right. saying right. coming into work and saying you know what man I, I just it's hard I'm having a hard time today getting right. myself together we don't have that we don't have that ability so I right. said imagine imagine what we'd be able to accomplish if my I, just <laughs> just yeah. feeling like without having to worry about stuff right yeah without having me to sit down here and text my wife to let her know I got here right yes right driving through Kimmore like right. Right. yeah no that's real. It is real. That is real. That is real. Like, yeah. just imagine. Imagine imagine how our minds would operate without mm -hmm. the concerns and the worries that we have to always not, and we're not, we're, we're, we're not imagining these things. Right. No. These aren't fantasies. Like, right. these are actual things that are weighing on us, right? Um, and not that we're anticipating them, but at the same time, to be blind to them, we'd be foolish. Can't, right. can't be blind. Can't be blind. You know? You so, I just applaud us, man. Yes, yes. And I say, you know, there's there's beauty in the struggle. That's what, J. Cole? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But beauty in the struggle, and I think in spite of all the things, mm -hmm. all the barriers, all the obstacles, it is, it's beautiful to watch people still flourish. Still flourish and support know, each other. And support each other yeah, through it, for yeah. sure. So in the little bit of time that we have left, tell us about this business that we, you know, that you and your wife have yeah. and... Um, you know, we we see it on social media. I see people wearing your T-shirts and stuff. So tell us about your your business. So we have uh, the name of our bit well, was the the big mm -hmm. piece is Wajit LLC. That's mm -hmm. our LLC. But under that, the more important piece or just the the fun and creative piece mm -hmm. is Eat Off Art. Mm -hmm. So Eat Off Art came about because the adage is just the starving artist. Everybody knows that. Everybody said it, mm. and so that was our kind of response to not subscribing to that notion mm -hmm. like no there's a there's a way that we can devise to be able to eat off of our art mm -hmm. you know so my wife is a chef licensed chef i'm an artist she's an artist as well but mm -hmm. so to eat from eating right, right. like Love healthy it. food and things like that for sustenance and then the art so um so yeah we do a bunch of designs um that so we so that way we can um kind of put what we want out in the world onto people and people become the ambassadors of just good vibrations pretty much. 
And then we do we do cur- we curate events. Now we do it through mm-hmm. virtual, right? We kind of right. we used right. to do this. One of the responses actually when quarantine hit, our response to keeping ourselves at peace and, and calm, mm-hmm. we started doing these happy hours every Friday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like just on Facebook Live, man. We were just like, because we were, we, I'm, just like everybody else, we were terrified. Right, man. right. <laughs> I right. didn't know how we was going to make it through March. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know April was coming. <laughs> yeah. May. I, I, had <laughs> right. no, I had no idea. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. And so that was our response to it, right? So like to bring community together um, with what we had. Like we always ask ourselves, what do we have access to? What do we have? And so Eat Off Art is, you know, is a platform, it's a mantra, you know, it's a business. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we also try to highlight other people that, you know, that are, that are in the practice of investing in themselves and, uh, you know, providing for themselves and their family just through their right. craft or whatever. That's dope. Okay. That's dope. Yeah. yeah. So I guess what's next? I mean, like yeah. I said, you, you have, we can see your, your, your imprints on, you know, everything in the city, murals, driving down main highway or main yeah. streets, everything. Um, so, but what, what's next? It's a great question. I'm all about growth. I'm all about changing. I'm all about, you know, transformation. So mm-hmm. somebody asked me before, like, you know, like, so where do you, just, just recently, somebody's like, where do you see yourself five years from now? And my response was like, I don't, I didn't see myself here gotcha. five years ago right. you know so i i just kind of you know walk in, as in faith man mm-hmm. i really do mm-hmm. i really do and i'm very obedient to what comes to me in regards to how what moves me okay. i'm very obedient to it the short term no solid solidified answer is i'm in grad school now oh. so, so that's new right awesome. right so it's a two-year program so two years from now we i have We'll see. We'll okay. be celebrating. Okay. We will right. see. Popping some champagne or something. We right. will see. So, so I'm learning a lot. Friday happy hour is popping champagne. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. So we'll see. We'll, I'm learning a lot. We'll see what I get from this. You know. It's interesting because I, I remember, um, and the, I don't know when this was, but I remember your music. I remember yeah, going man. to, um, what what was that? Art, the hip hop? Art, art of hip hop. Art of hip hop. Art of hip hop. I remember going yep. to that one yeah. time and you were yep. doing a live performance. Yep. I mean, this was back in this had to be undergrad yeah, days this, or this whatever. Was, but yeah. I remember the music. Yeah, you ever do you that's miss the music? Like, I I do I okay. do, and that's why now my particular practice with painting is mm. reflective of music because that, that was makes sense. that was my connection to it because it was okay. a, it was actually a painful part of my life, man, and like like walking away from music. Okay. I love yeah. music. I thought I'd be you know you know the beacon. Of, of like of dope hip hop music coming out of the town. Okay. It wasn't um it wasn't it wasn't in the cards. So um but yeah I still I, that's my connection to music though. Okay. Yeah. I still love music feeds me. And I see I mean I think there were a couple times too where you were you play music when you're doing yes. your art. do you do that always or Yeah, that's okay. my practice now. My practice now is basically I translate music, I translate what I hear on the canvas. That's okay. what I'm doing. Okay. Yeah, so every painting is an actual song. Like and so yeah, so we all have, you know, playlists awesome. that yeah. we love and my playlist is never you can't exhaust good music, the good okay, music right. that I love, you know. Right, right. So those are That's, my references. You know, it's almost as like if somebody draws like portraits, right? If somebody yeah. likes take a picture of you, take a picture mm-hmm. of you and family, like you can continue taking pictures all so I look at music like that. Like those are my references. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So we always leave the people with the gem of the day. 
you've been dropping gems the right. whole dropping way gems. through, like <laughs> almost leaving me speechless. Right. Okay. Um, but what what do you want to leave the people? What is your gem of the day that you want to give to our listeners? Live now how you want to be remembered. Ooh. Mm. Say yeah. it again. Live now how you want to be remembered. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We over here like, I know, okay. I'm like, well, how am I living? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. live yeah. how you want to be remembered. No, yeah. because it, it definitely, you know, what you do today yeah. is definitely going to follow mm. you, you know. Put the, years. so it's like putting the end first. Like, if you want to yeah. be remembered as a person who was, you know, you know, who was humane and compassionate and whatever, whatever, then don't wait. Right. Just, right. just start doing it now, yeah, now you know. Now. For so. me, I am living as. My my mantra for myself is every day, I got a whole bunch of them, but one of them is I'm the world's most creative. The world's most mm. creative. I ain't been around the world. seven billion people here. Right, but right. in the end, you'll be able to look at my track where and be like, if you can be like, oh. hey, he might be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So that, that's how I live, man. Yeah. You no. know, living no. now how I want to be remembered. That's awesome. 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 So where can we find you? Social media, website, all of that. Okay. Idris, E-D-R-E-Y-S. That's on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, yeah, that's my handle, Idris. And then Eat Off Art, E-A-T-O-F-F-A-R-T, Eat Off Art, uh, dot com, as well as social and yeah, pretty yeah. simple. Drop yeah. your sons, too, because he's... Yes. Oh, yes. man. Yes. Man. yes. So my son's, uh, his is made by mech underscore so it made m-a-d-e m-e-k underscore made by mech made by yes mech. definitely yeah. gonna support Love yeah. check out the family the whole family yes. they're, they're, they're talented creative over there talented yes. talented family yeah thank you well thank you so much for coming on right. you know we really enjoyed our conversation with you looking forward to following you and what you do yes. next thank you yes. thank you for having yeah. me you thank made, you for coming made me feel at home oh awesome awesome, awesome. awesome. <laughs> All right, y'all, that's another episode. Episode seven in the books. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Peace. Hey, y'all. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Black Gems Dive In Podcast. Make sure you rate and subscribe on all of the major streaming platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Make sure you follow us on our social media platforms at Black Gems Dive In on Twitter and Instagram and at Black Gems Dive In Podcast on Facebook.